Everybody, welcome. And I am, I'm not doing that normal, hey, everybody thing, because I am just, I am so excited to finally be able to put this off. So we'll get right into it. We'll do an explanation. And then I promise you won't have to listen to me talk anymore. You'll get to listen and, and absorb everything that these three gentlemen are doing. So everybody, first off, good evening. Thank you for, for listening. Oh, we lost Jeff. Jeff will come back on though. I know. Um, thank you for, for watching this. Um, we're recording it on Thursday night. You guys will see it uh, in the new week. But this is the very first episode of a brainchild from Bobby Hayes. And, and this is the very first episode and we're calling it a, a foul discussion. And we're going to be talking about everything that is positive within the waterfowling community. And that is something that Bobby really wanted to push out for the simple fact that we just see so much negativity on social media right now. And, and Bobby, Eric, and we have Jeff on here and they've all come together and they've all got this idea that, you know what, um, enough of the negativity, let's start spreading all the great things that we love about this sport and what gets us going and stuff like that. So Jeff, you're sideways, buddy. If you could. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, you're good, buddy. So everybody, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, but if you don't know who everybody is, I'll do an introduction. Um, up in my top left-hand corner, we've got Eric Massey from Tangle Free. Down in the bottom left-hand corner, we got Bobby Hayes from Ducklander Calls. And then just below me, we've got Jeff Coates from Pit Boss Waterfowl. I'm sure if you were on social media, these three gentlemen, you know, uh, and you know their brands that they represent. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I'm pretty sure that you could take what they're saying as, as coming from experience, right? So we just wanted to do that. So... Like I said, this is our first episode. We don't know how many episodes we're going to do. We're going to keep doing it until we've, ran, we've run out of things or we feel that, you know, we, well, we've gotten our point across and we don't need to go anymore. So that's the introduction. Nobody on this panel, I promise you, is claiming to be an expert. Nobody here is claiming that they are what whatever they say is to be taken as gospel it is really what they feel it's what gets them up in the morning and gets them chasing after these birds so take from it what you will but we really really do hope that at the end of each episode you take a second to reflect and and think about what was discussed and see if you can apply it to your own um to your own hunting and to your own way of thinking and everything that everything like that. So Eric and Bobby, practically neighbors, both are in Kansas. So, and you know what, like I'm from Canada where our provinces are massive. So I'm assuming that Kansas is small and Bobby and Eric are our neighbors. And Jeff is like pretty much my neighbor because he's only in Maryland and that's not very far away from me. So we're all real close and we're all going to get through this and it's going to be uh, a ton of fun. Gentlemen, thank you. Bobby, this was your idea, buddy. Um, Punisher Waterfowl is extremely honored that you reached out to us and you, you wanted to use us to get this across. 
Um, so with that opening remarks, we'll start with you, Bobby. What are we talking about first? We are going to talk about what your it is. What gets you out of bed in the morning? What fuels you to, to keep chasing these things with a brain the size of a pea that seem to fool us, seem to humble us? Because they humbled us tonight, I can tell you that. They're in Canada. That's not supposed to happen. Well, they certainly did. We had eight. We had eighteen bird. We had eighteen mallards come in and buzz us. I was trying to videotape it. Eighteen birds. Eighteen mallards come in and buzz us, and we dropped one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do so, better than me because you have mallards. We're not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, so, they're coming, buddy. Um, everything. Like everything. Everything north of me right now is freezing up. So perfect. It, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. Well, man, if I would describe what my it is, why I hunt, it's also why I make calls. Um, the most truthful response I could have is I, I really like to hunt waterfowl, but I like, I like to make, I like to kill my ducks, but it's a byproduct of why I like to hunt. It's not the main reason. Like uh, Eric and I had to talk about this last week for quite a while. It's not the pile for sake of the pile it's kind of a byproduct but like for me like i like the scout a lot um you know we run a section of kansas that's kind of wide open so uh, it's it's kind of endless on what you find so the scout to me is as exciting as the hunt is uh it is the hunt but man i i crave the last hundred yards with the duck hole finishing the duck like i want as much of that as i can get uh the communication with them uh, like see that's like the camaraderie part is when you have your group of guys and everybody's on the same page on that last like 100 yards like everybody's thinking the same thing about that uh so i mean for me that's that's why i hunt so it's pretty hard to do that without killing them uh it's not the same to me if you don't have that so like we go out every day and try to shoot our birds like that's our goal but you know you also i think the more you invest time in an animal uh, that you're hunting the more you get to know that animal and the more you respect that animal i think that's a big part of what gets somebody after an animal very relentlessly like if you're a deer hunter you value deer a lot you watch deer I, like I'm not a deer hunter, so I don't value deer nearly as much as I do ducks. And by that, I mean, we got to negative 20 last year in our part of the world for, was it eight days, Eric? Yeah. I mean, it was a while, right? Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a while. And we didn't hunt during that stretch. A lot of guys did and killed them a lot, but they were stressed. They didn't really have a place to go. So I figured they needed, they needed the day off, right? The week off. But man, I worry like how many of those ducks died from that negative 20. Uh, I didn't really have that thought on deer because it's not my thing. So I think the more you chase an animal, like really chase it, the more you get to know it and the more you respect it. So that would be, that's my, that's what my it is. I, I've, and then, and I've, I've heard you say in the past, Bobby, that you feel that of all the hunters um, or all the species that's hunted, the most um, personal, I, I, I can't even 
get the words now that I, the most, um, shoot, I can't even get the words out, but the, the relationship between a waterfowler and waterfowl is the most intimate of all of them. Right. And the, is that, does that make it, sense? It does. Uh, there's a lot of conservation involved in it and you know, you, you can communicate with Turkey. So I'm not a big Turkey hunter, but I, I, I would assume that's kind of a similar thing, but I think it's the communication with them uh, more than anything. Cause you know, you can't really talk to a deer. You can't talk to some like elk, you'd be able or whatever, but it's not the same thing. It's not constant. It's not a vocabulary like waterfowl is. So I think that is a very particular part of waterfowl. Yeah, fair. Jeff, what about you, buddy? What, what's your, like you've been, Jeff, you've been doing this for a long time and not taking anything away from Eric and Bobby, but you've been doing this for a long time, buddy, out on the, Atlant on the North Atlantic Ocean where it's not, the weather is not forgivable, um, and you still, and, and we were in PEI, and I still can still see you, how excited you were to get back to Maryland and start your, your sea duck season. So what is it for you? So I, I had to ask you a question, Damon. So is it, is it we talking personal or, quote, professional? No, we're talking whatever. Let, let's go personal. Let's yeah, go I was going to say, kind of like, you know, it's, it's one in 1A kind of thing, because at the same time, you know, maybe I'm, I'm a slightly different that, you know, I do do this full time. This is the way I make my living. Guiding. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's, um, you know, the, the, the PEI trips and everything else that I do is that that's different to me than what I do, you know, day in and day out kind of thing. Right. Um, so for, so for, you know, truthfully, what, what gets me out of bed when my alarm goes off at two o'clock in what, six, six, uh, six and a half hours, you know, it's really, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it, that becomes multi multifaceted because number one, I, I'm, I need to make money. So that's mm -hmm. I, what I need to do. Right. But then it, it kind of turns into why do I get up at two o'clock when I'm meeting everybody at 5 a.m.? Because I, I don't want to be late. I want to have control of everything that I possibly can have control of. And I, I, I get up early. I take my morning slow. I enjoy my morning as much as you could possibly <laughs> enjoy getting up as, as early as, as I do. Um, but it's 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 about you know, the, um, I, I owe it to the, for instance, today in the next two days, the fellows from Alabama, something been on their, their bucket list. He told me he followed along with him way back in 2005. And it's kind of been something he's wanted to do since 2005. So he brought his father up, his friends up. And, um, so I mean, I, I owe it to them to give them the best possible experience and best possible time that I can for their hard earned money so that I'm able to make some, I guess, hard earned money. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. So, so that, Oh, so go, go for it, buddy. I cut you off there. Okay. Go. Ask me. So, so that's your professional side of it because it, it, it's what pays the bills, puts food on the table, all that stuff. But then, you know, the PEI trip, like Jeff, that, that was not a, I know it was a vacation, but it wasn't a vacation. You were up early every morning. You went to bed late every night. Um, you had to drive 18 hours to get there, you know, like, so that was for fun. That was for pleasure for you. Right. So that wasn't, that wasn't putting like you, you lost money on that trip. Actually you fed me. So you probably lost money there for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so the PEI trip and those, those trips that you go away to, those aren't making you money. 
So, so what is it that, that makes you want to, and in, in the long run, I'm sure with social media and stuff like that, it, it gets your brand out there more, but what is it that, that makes you want to drive to PEI or go to Alaska or go wherever it is that your travels take you where it's costing you money? It's costing you money to do these things and you're not making money. What is it well, about those? Well, first off, talking about money, I mean, you can't take it with you, right? Fair. I mean, pretty much, right? So, I mean, is there something to be left behind when I'm not here for financially? Sure. I mean, I want to make sure Karen's taken care of as well as my daughter and the rest of my family. Um, but that said, you know, I, I, I don't – and she can't hear me, but if my mother could hear – she lives with us – if my mother could hear me, she would tell you that I, I say this often just to justify to do what I want to do. But I, I don't know that I'm going to be here next week, next month, next year. I, I want to be, but I don't <laughs> know that that's a fact, right? So I, I, I kind of live my life that I want to do today, kind of what <laughs> basically what I want to do, because you know, life is short. And I want to take full advantage of, of you know, the time here. And um, so when I turned when I turned 50, not that I had any kind of a midlife crisis, but here's 50. I, I know the end is much closer than the beginning. Right. So if you, you say someday you want to do this and someday you want to do that with Karen, I say this all the time. If we don't do it, someday never gets here. Yeah. So there's 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 part of that. That's probably a, a big motivation to uh, to do to do a lot of the things that I do. I mean, I'm, I'm my uh, my time is is uh, finite. There's going to be a, a definite. There was a beginning and there's going to be a definite ending to it. And um, I'm happy. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't have in my mind that I'm wired that, oh my goodness, like, you know, the time, the clock is ticking. But I mean, the reality is that it is. So, I mean, I just try to do as much as I can and try to live, you know, try to live uh, the way yeah. we, we, we would, we would like to live to enjoy the time here. I don't know, that sounds awesome. maybe a little, little on the corny side, but that's, that truly is the way we oh, live. No, no, it's good. No, it's awesome. Eric, but, and, this is gonna. I, this is gonna be epic because I can already. I can already hear the. I can already hear the squeals right now. So, get, hit us with it, Eric. What is it? What is it that that drives you to keep doing this, buddy? Well, uh, first, I think you have to define it, right? Um, I, I mean, we talked about this, Bobby and I had a great conversation. And, and how do you know you have it? Like at the beginning of the show, you had said, you know. I'm not sure that I've, that I've found it yet. Like yeah. how, how, how do I know? How do people know? Um, so much goes into it. That's the old question of uh, why do you love hunting? I mean, that's the most generic question, but mm -hmm. the, the, it to me, uh, the way that I know I found it um, and, and I continue to find it is you're, you're just, you're in a place where there's no place you would rather be at that moment. If someone gave you the choice right then and there that you could be anywhere in the world, beach, you know, any destination, you you would rather be right there. Uh, doesn't happen every day, doesn't happen all the time, but there are glimpses and there are times where that happens. And when it happens, that's, you know, that's your it. Um, mm -hmm. Mine is... Uh, Mine is getting as up close and personal um, to waterfowl as possible. It is taking the hundred yards and now going all the way down to five, 10 or 15. And as many as I can get up close and personal, 
I just think it's a feeling of that you that, that you did it. You fooled and you 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 did exactly what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, a huge lesser spin, getting underneath it, you know, with little geese. Um, a large pack of mallards on little water that have no idea that you're there. Uh, that that is that's my it. And at that moment, and Bobby said this because of what my it is, the byproduct of, of that would be a pretty sizable pile, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the but at no time is the numbers the 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 destination. It's getting there. It's getting to that point. Yeah. And that, uh, that, that's my it. And when I see it, um, you know, everything goes away, man. Yeah. Everything just goes away. Your, your, your ambition, you humble your, 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 your humility. Uh, unfortunately you guys got a chance to see an it moment of mine on camera. Uh, <laughs> my voice went up 12 octaves, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that was an it moment for me. Um, and that's why I continue to, to chase them, to have as many of those it moments as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my it moment, when, 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 I, when I saw it, it's very strange. I've, I've put people in that situation that I wanted people to see. Um, you know, Jeff does this every, you know, every day. Um, I put somebody in a situation that was my it moment. And I thought, oh man, I'm going to share my it moment with somebody and it's going to become their it moment. And I looked at them and it wasn't it. That, mm-hmm. that, that was not it for them. I was, I was kind of taken back. Like, how is, how is this not their mm-hmm. it moment? This should be everyone's. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. He got out of a blind and he ran his dog on a really long blind. And all of a sudden I looked at him and I saw like, whoa shit that that, that's his that's his it like he's having his it moment during waterfowl hunting we're sharing different ones but you know but he's having it waterfowl hunting and that's when i thought how how in the world can i criticize someone for having an it moment that looks way different than mine um but they're still doing it waterfowl hunting and that's that that's what i want people to enjoy um, yeah. I want people to do so. Yeah, that's that's my uh, that's for sure my it up close and personal. Um, trying to fool them all, pretty much all the way to the ground. If I think I've done that, I I, I just think that is so cool to be uh, you know that that close and personal. Bobby knows this from uh, some of my pictures. I actually have pet mallards. That that's how close I like to be to them. You know, um, I just think it. There is a respect. You, you do learn to respect them the more you do it. But uh, my, my up and close personal moments are my it moments for sure. Yeah. No, awesome. And, and I think, um, you know, we had chatted, you know, a bunch of weeks ago when we had first come up with this idea and we were talking about it. And, and I know, Bobby, um, you know, we talked about this. What well, does it always have to be about the pile? And, and you know what? I've been saying, and, and I said this, like I've been saying what I think was all of the, the right things to say, um, where I say, well, I don't care about, I don't care about the piles. I just want to be out there. But that's a total crock of shit on my part. 
because it is because I want piles of birds because my it is is watching my dog work. And in order for me to watch my dog work, there needs to be a pile of birds. So the pile, like like you had alluded to, Eric, the pile is the byproduct and same with you, Bobby. The pile is the byproduct. I want to see my dog work as much as I can. So we need to shoot a pile for me in order to, to, to see my dog. I don't care about shooting them. I'm there. Uh, but I love seeing my dog work. And, and, you know, so right now there's four of us on this screen. All four of us have a different it. And who's to say who's like, nobody is wrong. And nobody is, well, everybody is right. After Eric and I, I think we were on the phone with two hours. That yeah. night. It was a while. It was. Uh, so I think about this stuff a lot on, on social. I try to post nothing ever negative, but I try to post things to get, just get waterfowlers thinking about why they hunt. Uh, Cause I think like one of the, one of the things that's maybe not as, as good on social is this is an everyday life. You can't really tell what's going on with somebody. It's, it's a persona that's on social media a lot of times. So I try to post things that are genuine to what I like about this. And like, I think the coolest thing from our conversation was, is maybe the best message anybody could put out is just to whatever you like about this, like that's your thing. Like, I think you have to find that to keep doing this. So kind of the, the point of this whole thing is if it makes somebody figure out, think a little bit maybe about why they do this, maybe that would be the best thing that could come out of this. Because I think that lacks on a lot of the social, which is where yeah. we see everything now. Yeah. 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 There, there's, there, are, there are guys that have, are, are going to work all week, right? And they're one day off, or maybe they have to take a vacation day in order to do it. Their, their it moment starts probably the day they get off work, right? The day they get off work, they're going to prepare for their hunt tomorrow morning. And, you know, they're going to have a bunch of those moments. And on their way to the blind in the morning, um, you know, the, the coffee stop, the gas station stop, like all of that. Um, is, is that guy's moment and no one should, we shouldn't be criticizing. We should be celebrating. Right. Absolutely. We, we should be listening yes. to those different types of people. Um, I was excited for, you know, to listen to Jeff. I, I see um, I, this boat is just amazes me. All I want to do is <laughs> I just want to ride in this, you know, in this boat Yeah. because I think uh, uh, like an it moment would just be, seeing this thing on water and, and, and being on the ocean. I mean, I'm from Kansas, so uh, it's, um, you know, it's as far as possibility as I could, could be away from the ocean. Um, those, those little things, those, those types of things, I want people to be able to, to do that. And then I want them to be able to recognize that they're, they're having those moments, introduce those to other people, talk about that, you know, with other people. Um, so that's, when, when you wrap all that up, that's really the culture, right? Yeah. So, and it's the best part of the culture. What Jeff does, absolutely. Dude, what you do has me so curious with these divers. <laughs> like, I would love 
to go do the divers up there with you just in general. Right. Uh, Cause it's, I'd assume we're not calling those divers in, right. They're just going to those, the deeks. Is that how that works? Flags. We have, we have a flag. Right. Okay. Okay. So that would take that element out that I like so much. Right. But I think I would still love it because man, what you do is so history heavy up there. Yeah. Which is super fascinating. Yeah, like I think I would fall in love with that for a different reason. Yeah, I, I'm very fortunate that that fellows that travel part of part of their travel part of, of what they want to experience is is kind of the mystique of the history of the the eastern shore of Maryland, Chesapeake Bay, the Atlantic Ocean, all all that you know, all the stuff that they've read, that they've heard of, that they've wanted to see, kind of thing. So that kind of really really plays into a lot of a lot of their um, you know want to get here. Yeah, it, it seems like a super fascinating thing for a for a guy that lives on uh, Kansas farm ponds to go just experience it. It's so different. Yeah. But I'd love to know what the, the, the element of taking the calling away does to it, because it still seems like it's awesome. Like when I, I see a clip from it, you're still finishing birds, it's just a different different thing. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it, uh, so instead of, instead of calling, it is to me, it's it's about the it's be a being in the right place um, with, with, with the right, right decoy spread and set, setting it up so that again, in my, in my case, you know, I, I'm in the, I'm in the back, you know, holding the camera, running the camera. I'm not shooting a gun with, with you all. To, it would be about you all experiencing it. Not, I'm not shooting with you. They're kind of trying to, you know, be the, be the coach kind of thing, telling you, you know, what to do, what not to do, you know, here, where, right. it's a flock of birds, what, what's different, what's unique, which, where's the Drake, you know, uh, Monday, Tuesday, I, they were really, you know, really concerned about wanting to shoot Drake. So try to help, help you, help you see that when you, when you haven't experienced, um, you know, you're not used to seeing these birds to so try to help them, help them do that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, I, I still get excited and, and I, I guess I did every day to, to go and do it. I feel very fortunate. Uh, dude, so we get like our, our best divers, we get, we get cans on far ponds, right? And not a ton. Like if I shoot 20 a year, that's a big year on them, right? Love that duck. That is the coolest duck I've ever seen. They're gorgeous. They're fast. Uh, they're just awesome. So I think what you do would be super, a super cool thing to experience just because it's so different from what I do. But I guess, yeah, dude, some of, some of my most funnest, I have a great group of dudes. On. There's, there's like four or five of us. And do some of my most favorite days. I'll blow a call for two hours before I shoot a gun. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll shoot mine at the end. If it's a great day. Like I said, cause I'm just after that. I want to talk to him. I want to finish him. I don't care who shoots it. I still want him, but I don't care who shoots it. So yeah. But that diver thing seems super fascinating to see what, to see what, uh, what would it what would it change when I took certain things away and added different things? Yeah, I, th I think you'd find you would find elements in it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you, you, would, um, you, you would find certain things for sure that that would, you know, uh, may not fill the entire void. But I know I would I, I know I would find things it <laughs> to be on the ocean, Yeah, right with a gun would just be like, whoa, th th this is cool. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a quick side note, yesterday's hunt uh, set up, it was, it was day two of, of their hunt. They were like just here Monday and Tuesday. 
and we're just we didn't see that many scoter sea ducks but man we're seeing all kinds of other birds heading south and here comes a pair and they were like what were those and i was like those are wood ducks and they kind of like looked at me and said yeah okay <laughs> and and uh you know a little flock of redhead come by lots of buffalo lots of buffalo here comes another pair and they're like what was that i said those are wood ducks and they looked at me again like yeah okay and then finally i had, had two the prettiest drake wood ducks land in the decoys and i said see I, those those are wood ducks and that's what it's saying they, they couldn't believe it, you know that kind of thing so it's just they'll never they'll never forget that right exactly yeah yeah and that's something i wanted to like i wanted to 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 sort of kind of dive a little bit more into Jeff is so not taking anything away from Eric and Bobby, but you know, you're providing a service, like people are bringing their hard earned money to you traveling. Like, so talk about these guys with bucket lists. So guys traveling from, from Bama to come up and, and hunt with you, which is a bucket list, you know, there has to be, and, and I know there is with you, but I, this is more of a, a general state, but there has to be a love of putting people on birds and watching their faces when they, when they do it, when the birds do it right, when they're shooting right, there has to be this amazing feeling, especially when they're turning around and high-fiving one another. Like I see your clips and they're just hooting and hollering and, and they're loving life. Like there ha that has to put a huge smile on your face. Oh, hundred percent, man. It's just that kind of, that's the icing in the cake of the proverbial cake, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. We're like, again, like about the it, the it moment for these fellows this morning, we met them at the gas station first time. And you were talking about the boat, Eric. They're like, wow. Like this thing, like seeing it in person doesn't do it justice. We've seen the pictures, you know, we watched it, watched it, watched it. Now like this is, they were just oohing and on touching the boat. You know, just just they were impressed just with the boat and, the, you know, the hunt hadn't even really started yet. So, um, again, it's like I, I want to rewind just a second. And I think I've told you this, Damon, in the past, but a lot of what I'm hearing all of us say, you know, it has taken me a while to realize this. Maybe when I when I was in my late 20s and my 30s, I didn't realize it. But everything is relative. It's relative to what I've done, what you guys have done, what I haven't done and what you haven't done. And um, that said, even though it, even though it's just want to say hey it's just a scoter it's just this it's just that you know it but for these fellas it's the very first time they're experiencing that so you know I take the birds shake them out try to get them puffed up as nice as i can i say man here check this thing they're just going on about it. like they've never seen you know they've, again they've they've watched and they've followed along but now they're like they're they're in the flesh personally experiencing it so again i think a lot a lot of stuff that what we've kind of talked about a little bit it's it's all relative again to what what we've experienced and what we have so i had a question for you jeff sure. uh i don't guide right uh nothing against it i think it's great for the sport like what you do awesome right um do you have a moment on one of the first times you 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 took people out that you said, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is my thing. Cause like Eric and I talked and we have almost this, like I have a, I have a moment the first time Mallard's finished on something that like I did, I created, I found the hunt. Like it's burned in my head from when I was like 18. Right. Like when I'm tuning calls, that set of ducks has been stuck in my head now for 20 years. Right. Uh, do you have one of those with that? I, I, like when you decided, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I, um, 
I, I, uh, I thought about him yesterday and I'm not sure I thought about him today until, until talking right now, but a, a gentleman who's not with us anymore, Donald Hughes, um, way back in the day, he taught me the internet. He taught, this was in 1994. I had no idea what him. And, um, so Donald Hughes was the man that my mentor that he says he was full of useless. And I sucked up everything that he had to offer and tried to, you know, remember a lot of it. And I, it's truly, I, I truly think about him daily, but I mean, pretty much every other day, especially during duck season, I do think, you know, he is, he is, I would, I would tell you that if I didn't meet Donald Hughes in 1994, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you guys. He's that, he's right. that kind of me in my life kind of thing. Um, so that said, sidestep that for a second, you know, he, he was the one that, that said, Hey man, like you, he, he was doing some guiding back in the day for Canada geese in, in the heyday here on the Eastern shore. And, uh, we were, we were fun hunting some snow geese one day and he set the pit up and he just, you know, he said like, you know, my personality, my knowledge on and on and on. He's like, you'd be a really good guy. So I kind of planted the seed. Um, and, and then the, the moment that I, I guess I really, it really dawned on me that I could really do this is that. I truly, I, I, I worked the 40 hour weeks, 40 hour job weeks. I was married. We had a family business. I, this is something that like stepped me outside of, of quote, what is, you know, what's normal. And I think that's what I, what was really, really drew me to this is like, Hey, so something that I enjoyed doing. I, okay. And I've already told you today, I, you know, I haven't, I didn't, I haven't fired my gun during sea duck season with, with my parties. Cause I don't shoot with everybody. We're day 16 of 60 today, but I, I, I truly enjoy going. I really, really do. And this is, this is a way that, you know, that I, if you want to say, I can't say without laughing, but like, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't want a real job. That's basically kind of how this truly, <laughs> truly has evolved. And I'll, I'll say it, you know, I've said it in the past couple times being interviewed, like, why do I guide? Because I don't want a real job. And that's kind of <laughs> The long same the reason I make that call, brother. <laughs> and see, that, well, yeah, and that's a nice that's segue, Bobby. Oh, sorry, Eric, go for well, it, buddy. I, I, I actually love that answer, Bobby and I. Like when we were when we were discussing like the the sunset versus the pile thing or whatever, we were like, you know what? What we really need is what Jeff just gave us, which was transparency, like honesty and transparency. True. <laughs> There's. There's no more honest and transparent answer than that. Um, that that's kind of where Bobby and I did circles and came back to the whole, you know, the it thing from the, you know, from the pile. Is it like, let's just be transparent about this. Let's 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 really say what it is. Um, that that's that's an awesome answer. I love it. Thank you. But well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the lifestyle, right? Yeah. That's right. And and I wanted well, to. Best, it was a nice, it was a nice segue into you know, um, you know, if you look at you look at Bobby Hayes, right? And we've talked about this. Like this is much like you, Jeff. Like this is how Bobby makes his money. This is this is his thing. Like he is a full time. And Eric, I believe you're the one that planted this in my head. Um, but I'm not sure if there's anybody else like Bobby around that. This is his only gig. This is it. He he makes calls and and he puts them out and and that's it, right? So so the same thing with you, Jeff, is that you know you you didn't want to have that regular job. Bobby worked construction for years, Bobby, and then okay. you know when 
uh, you know, and then when, when the world went to shit, then, then you had to fall back on something else. Right. But you know, it's same deal. So there has to be this insatiable love for what you do, even if it is providing you money to pay the bills. If, if you hated it, a, you wouldn't be good at it. Right. Because you'd only do half-ass work. Um, and you would get sick of it after a while and, and you wouldn't be able to carry on. So, you know, uh, it's awesome. I, I love the answers and, and you're right, Eric. I think more people need to be more transparent and just say it. Listen, just say exactly what it is and, and don't try to sugarcoat it. And you know, there's my, a, my biggest problem is I can't tell. Sorry, Eric, I didn't mean to catch you off. No, I can't tell an 18 year old that is just starting to hunt and he is struggling just to kill a duck. Like that's like all he's trying to do. Cause it's hard, right? It's a hard game. That it's not important to kill a duck. That just seems counterproductive to what we're doing. He'll pick up the rest of it along the way, but he's got to kill the thing first in order to enjoy it. And I can't tell him that I'm only sitting out there for a sunrise because I don't think it's, it's not truthful and it's not related. Uh, you know, that's the main reason I teach people how to blow a duck hole. If they're just a little better, not great, but if we get just a little better, and if that dad and his son kill 10 more ducks that year, it'll keep them buying a license. But if they go out and they never shoot anything, they're going to quit going. So I have a hard time telling them to go enjoy the sunrise. Yeah. Obviously, when you look at my social feed, we kill a lot of ducks. I mean... So I think it has to be authentic to what you're into. Now, if it's if sunrise is a guy's thing, that's fine. I don't I have any issue with that. But I just can't say it's my thing with a straight face to somebody. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, it's another one of those um, you know, byproducts, right, of it. But, you know, after, after your it moment, you can't tell me that sunset is one of the best sunsets. Yeah, it makes everything better. And in that moment, the, the, the heater in the truck, you know, <laughs> everything about that day just got better. And, uh, you know, so, you know, it, it's appreciation. You, through that byproduct, you, you know, you learn to appreciate some of that stuff. But, How about this? It just, it just adds to just a small segment of what the, the big, the big picture is the, the, the experience, the sunrise, the sunset, the, the whatever it may be, just added to the to the to your experience, your total experience that day. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Uh, I think you have to have a goal. You have to have a goal with everything. So, I mean, you got to set a goal and try to work for the goal. That's what makes it rewarding. And I don't know if you're just going out and doing nothing. I don't know if there's a goal there. So I don't know if that's a good message. You know, one of, one of the tougher things too, Bobby, about when you say talk to an 18 year old or something is, you, you know, a really transparent answer to do some of the things that I know that you and I have done. We've had to be selfish in many ways. I, am. I mean, it, it's as honest of an answer. I've missed many dinners. I've missed family engagements. I've missed a lot of things. Uh, and that, that, that's a selfish behavior at the, you know, at the end of the day, I surround myself. I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by supportive wife and, and, and everything else that, um, but 
it's, it's for my mental wellness. I mean, I do that stuff and I have all those it moments and, um, man, my, my mental wellness, everything about me is, is better. Um, you know, but oh no, that's, that's a hundred percent true. It's tough trying to tell, you know, my own 18 year old not to be selfish, but then to <laughs> right. maybe have some of his it moments, he might have to be selfish, you know, right. Uh, that's, that's a tough one, but it's a transparent answer. It's a conversation that, that I think you have to have. Dude, probably the most selfish thing I've ever done is figure out how to make duck calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a lot of times when you should be doing family things. Yeah. Because you just don't know how that's going to pan out. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's such a small chance. I, I, I do think, too, that when you find those moments, you know, those it moments for, for all of us, I think you've learned how the, the, the balancing act that you do between family and everything else becomes a little bit easier because you're, you're rewarded with those moments. Those it moments makes you appreciate everything more. Um, but I learned how to, ba- you know, I, I, it teaches me how to balance it a little bit better. I know that in order, in order for me to have more it moments, you know what I need to do? That when I come home, I need to be home. I need to probably not be in the garage, not getting everything ready. I need to be home and I need to be in front of people and everything like that. Um, so I learned how to do that because all I really want is that it moment the next morning and the next morning and the next one. So oh, you're completely right about that learning experience when you have kids and a wife. And yes, a hundred percent. I still struggle with that. But <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, waterfowl hunting and work are the two things I I feel guilty if I'm not working. I feel guilty if I'm not duck hunting. Yeah. Every day I don't go do it. Great. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Uh, nothing else in my, not to that extent, right? Like you feel guilty if you miss a ball game or something, but man, I feel guilty as, as hell if I don't get out that day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a hunt. It could be a scout, anything that progresses the season but i hate missing it like hate it <laughs> so fellas I, yeah. I got a question i want to pose to each one of you and and take take turns and answer this so each one of you are tied to the industry in some way uh in some way or another right so you, you're talking about this being selfish and and you know, you had to be selfish in order to get to this and, and to get your it moment and all this. So with the way that the, the, the world, the industry, the way society uh, demands of us right now is that the job never, does the job ever really end? Like, does your day really end? So with regards to, you know, uh, so Jeff, Bobby, Eric, you know, you're up in the morning, you're hunting, then you're back, then you got to do stuff for work, then you're monitoring social media. You know what I mean? Like there is a extremely high amount of demand for you being in the industry to be constantly putting stuff out there. So this balance that you're talking about, Eric, of, of coming home and being home, how do you, how do you balance that? And, and I don't want to send us down a huge rabbit hole here, but you know, 
there has to be that balance for you to keep getting your it because let's face it, if the wives aren't happy or if your significant other isn't happy, then you're probably not going to be happy and you're probably not going to get out to experience the it. So, so how are you um, managing and balancing this, this lifestyle? Yeah. Who's up first? Let's go, Jeff. Me? Yeah. I, I, I would have to say I don't I don't manage things well. I'm the kind of and I was at this earlier, like I, I'm I'm extreme and maybe not like you know crazy extreme 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 means a lot of things to a lot of people. But like I'm I'm on and I'm off. If it's if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And once we're not doing it anymore, then we don't do it anymore. And I turn that off and move on to something else. So I mean, it's just known. It's, it's just known from you know October to you know early February that this is what I do. Um, I'm very fortunate, you know, that Karen truly does. I say, I said this to the guys this morning as we put it out, you know, she, she, she gets and understands what I do. So she does allow me to do what I do. Um, I'm going to go all over the place. We're really back in Damien. But so the selfish part of this is my selfishness is that I, I do pretty much when I say what I want to do, I mean, it's what I have to do, but it's, it's what I do. And before Karen, you know, there, I've, I've been married before and not that hunting had anything to do with that, but, you know, I was divorced and I was single for quite a while because I, I do do what I do kind of thing. Um, and again, it's just whether it was uh, back in the day, drag racing or dogs or whatever, like I'm, I'm all into doing what, what I do. And when we're not, when we're not doing it, then that's shut off and we you kind of go do something else kind of thing. So um, I, I don't, I don't manage, I don't balance things well. Um, I, I don't think. Maybe Karen would say I, I do, but I, I don't think that I, I, I don't think that I do manage things well. <laughs> uh, Eric brought up a really good question the other day when we were talking, and I don't know when we started using the word industry. It was a great point. I don't, I don't know when that started. It just started. Uh, so that's, that is kind of odd, uh, that term. But like I'm a little different. Well, I'm probably the same as similar to you on this Jeff because like this pays my bills so she wants me doing it as much as I can do it uh because now the one thing I did to create some balance and some harmony because like the guys that I hunt with not industry guys they're buddies they love to hunt they love the same stuff I do like I think that's what forms your your good group to hunt with right everybody's on the same page but I don't bring the video camera around those guys uh that is one of the biggest stressors. Uh, the video camera can ruin the hunt pretty fast. Uh, we take a lot of photos. Photos are photos are my main thing. That's what feeds social. It's what, it's what sells calls. So we, I take a lot of photos, but to balance things out on that, and like I just I don't I don't do the video camera much. We shot a video last year. It was like a five minute. It's the first one I've done in probably four or five years. Uh, so that's that's my balance. But no, she needs me doing it as much as she can. So I get a lot of encouragement on that end. Uh, yeah, if I'm not if I'm not hunting, we don't have a lot of content to post. Uh, I can't post pictures of calls every day. So, so that's my balance. But I'm, I'm the same with you, dude. I have no balance. I'm going as much as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My my balance is um, <laughs> probably not the right balance, but it's <laughs> it's leaving more often. It, it is. We have come to the realization it's easier for um you know for my wife now my kids are older now so it, it's it's 
really not that big a deal, but when, when they were younger, it was easier for me to leave and be gone for three or four days because she knew I was not going to be there. And she knew, you know, these tasks had to be done or whatever. That's easier than if I hunt a lot at home, Bobby. Um, if, if we go on a hard seven or eight day stretch, like our late January mallards or something like that, that's actually harder. I'm, I'm, I'm up way earlier at home. I'm, I'm home way later and, you know, and it's a cycle um, and that's easier. So my balance is leaving more often. Uh, right. More. I did the opposite. We go. I go on less trips now, but we moved the shop closer to where I hunt. So I'm only like 35 minutes away. That was kind of our balance, right? Yeah. So say getting home at eight, I get home by six. Yeah, which is a pretty regular evening. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's our balance. You know, I, I dude, would. I, I would encourage people to Jeff sees this um, probably in these guys' faces. Like he, he was describing, uh, you know, the first meeting with them at the gas station uh, to go on, a, to go on a trip, to, to take a trip with a couple of buddies, you know, somewhere that that's, I think one of the uh, uh, culture things that, that are missed. Um, and I'm, you know, if, if you have the resources, uh, a, a guide is a great, you know, is a great resource for that. Well, there's other things guys can do, buddy up and, and go on a trip. But, you know, that first day on a trip, um, you know, is just is one of those coolest things, right? It's like when you were a kid on, on vacation and you were, you're on a six day vacation and on day one, you thought that was the coolest thing. I got six days left, you know? Um, and when, you, when, you've, when you're really passionate about something and you find something, you're it moments. Have you ever noticed that, it, you know, time almost like starts slowing down. I mean, we're all now old enough where our days are running into weeks, running into months, running into years, right? Especially with what we've all gone through in the last year or whatever. But when, when you're when you're in that moment, it's amazing that like, you know, time almost is is standing still a little bit. It, it's a it's it's awesome. It's just a crazy cool feeling that uh, that, that you get. Oh, I, I, oh, this is, this is my part, I guess, where there's, that I this is my part. No. And, and that's awesome, Eric. And, and I love it. You know, I I've done 20 years in the military. So, um, I, I always had this feeling that I needed to be home and, and I need to be home and, and inter but you, my wife is exactly leave, get out of my face because it's easier when you're gone. I've been used to you leaving me for four and five months at a time um go away and and go hunting with your buddies and enjoy yourself and have fun and 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 do all these things so so i i totally get you i, I get exactly what you're saying fellas like this is we've been you know we've been about 50 minutes now and and we're really just scratching the surface on this like we could we could go for another two hours on this and trying to trying to figure it out, but you know, and this is just the three of you guys talking. Like, how many more it's can there be? Like, there's probably another hundred that fellas and and like you guys have all said, who are we to say? Well, your it is wrong because 
you may say that my it is wrong, um, but it's my it. It's mine. I own it. You can't have it, uh, and and you can't take it away from me. And that's and that's the beauty about your it is that it is what gets you going. It's what gets your blood pumping, and it's what gets you out of bed in the morning. Especially, you know, we're gonna soon hit those cold those cold temperatures and that wonderful warm bed in the morning that's got its arms wrapped around you. Um, but you still get up and you still go chase that migration and you're still out there. You're still doing it. Jeff on the North Atlantic, you guys in the, like, is that, and here's a geography lesson for me, I guess. Are you guys considered the Midwest? Is that what can is Kansas the Midwest of the States? Cause I always hear the Midwest. Is that the Midwest? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, like your temperatures, like you guys get it pretty friggin' cold there too. Like it's not, it's not balmy weather in, in Kansas, right? Yeah, like we usually get down to zero for a couple days. That's like our typical coldest run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, you're still out there. You're still chasing it. You're still doing it and, and doing all the work, putting in all the work so that you can achieve you're it, the thing that puts a smile on the face that's going to make you high five your buddies. And, and that is exactly what we need. We need more people, whatever your it is, but we need more people. And I'll throw, I'm sorry, Bobby, but I'm going to throw that term out again, that within the industry and maybe the industry, maybe industry is the wrong word. Maybe the world, the waterfowling world is the, probably the better term to use. But we I didn't need, mean to say if that was good or bad. It just was curious that it, it's it's there yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Fair. Can, like, I mean, Bobby and I, when we probably first met, you know, umpteen years ago or whatever, at, you know, at a Rogers Sporting Goods, I, I, I didn't think, I didn't think, oh, here's a bunch of guys in an, in an industry. Right. Stuff. No, never crossed these my are, mind. These are like right. like-minded guys. That, that yeah. people have it moments and we're sharing them. And I, I never even, you know, never even crossed my mind. Uh, and, and, and now it's a term that's, you know, thrown yeah. out pretty frequently. But we need more of this. This is the positivity that we need. And we need to be putting this out there because everything is, everything is gained through osmosis, right? If, if you put out positive, then everybody else is going to receive positive and, and chances are they're going to put out positive. But if you're constantly being negative and if you're constantly shooting somebody down, then you're never going to fix it because it's just poison feeding poison. So I think what, what you guys are doing here and, and this idea, Bobby, that you had to do this, to do this show, I think it's something that was needed um, and I think it's going to be very, very well received because, you know, you got Eric, Jeff and yourself, Bobby, all given answers that are probably not what people think are going to be the answers. Like, why do you guys? Well, I didn't want a real job. Why do you make why do you make calls? Because I didn't want to work in construction anymore. But, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's that's the things like like to steal from you, Eric, like be transparent. Just, just say it, just get it out there. No one's saying you're wrong, but just get it out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. What what I hope happens is if there's younger people, people just started doing this, whatever. Um, maybe it's somebody that's done this a while and they've never thought about it. Uh, they listen to Jeff's story, listen to Eric's story or my story. They find something in common or your story. The guy likes to run his dog and he, he just, he doesn't care that much about shooting him. And he's sitting there going, yeah, I don't know if this is my thing. But if he hears another guy say, man, I just love to run my dog. He'll find something in that and he'll think, yeah, that is what I really like to do. And it'll keep him participating in. Uh, like that's that's my goal with it because I think if you if you get the wrong message from wherever you get your messages from whether that's YouTube or Facebook whatever you got going and you don't feel the same things in common with uh, what you're reading all the time that maybe you're thinking it's not for you so I, I think that's maybe the best thing that could come out of it yeah. I think I think that's what keeps people going is they've got to realize what they like and then yeah there's a whole bunch of people that like what i like in this so i'm a dog guy right i guy, whatever that is yeah the a bit of a selfish transparent answer would be uh, a podcast that i want to listen to <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right that would be a podcast right. i would i would want to listen to uh, on a weekly basis or whatever it was where guys were um you know sharing their it moments about whatever it might be you know whether it be c docs or or honkers or you know whatever it is um if if they've identified it and and they can um you know share that uh that that's just cool you know i love to listen to that so dude like i think all the young people that post waterfowl stuff on social media whether you like it or dislike it I like it that it exists because you can't have you, you can't have no young people participating. So that's great that it exists. I would just encourage them to to go deeper into why they do it. Share that uh, instead of just focusing on, like I said, I love to kill birds. I go out to kill my birds every day. But you can't make the pile for the sake of the pile. So share why we're doing this. That's yeah. that's the best thing you could do, whatever I, your reason is. Yeah. And and I think that's, you know what, um, without, without this show becoming a thing where, and, and this is not the goal of the show, and I know that, but nobody on this show will ever try to tell you what you need to do. It, it's it's not that, listen, you need to get out there and find your it. But no, like do whatever it is that you want to do. We're just saying, listen, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable once you figure out what your it is, what gets you out. And I think this is the brilliant, brilliant foundation for upcoming episodes and, and future guests and, and for people that when they finally listen to this and be able to look at each one of you three and go, you know what? I'm just like, I'm like Eric. I'm like Jeff. I'm like Bobby. I, this, is, this is how I think. And that's what, that's what we need. We, we need people to understand that it's okay to have an it moment or to have an it that may not be the popular, I love watching the sunrise. Listen, if you love watching the sunrise, 
Go do it. Awesome. I love it. I, I'm happy for you. But that doesn't have to be the default answer. You decide what your answer is. Don't listen. Don't take it from anybody else. Take it from whatever it is that, that gets you going. Fellas, we're at that um, one hour mark now. Um, about 60 minutes in. I think, we, I think we've done. I think we could go for another couple hours easily. Um, but out of fear of losing the audience, I think we'll cut her here. Um, and then, you know, we can come back again. We come back next week. We can, we can start on this again and then dive into something else for anybody. And, and I'll let everybody have a last word here, but for anybody that's listening to this, and if there's anything that's piqued your interest, listen, fire Jeff, Eric, Bobby, myself, fire us all a message if you want. And say, listen, why don't you talk about this? This is what my it is. And you guys, nobody talked about it. Fire us a message. Anything you'd like to hear us talk about, anything you'd like for us to discuss, fire it off. Um, we'd love to hear from you. That's it for me. We'll do quick around the table. Um, Jeff, to you first, buddy. I'd just like to say thank you guys for having me on. I mean, I, I love to talk and... Uh... If you want to have, if we're going to continue to do this, I'd love to be a part of it and, and uh, move forward very positively. Very positively. Eric, to you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, this Bobby's brainchild, he's been uh, nice enough to uh, share this with us and include us. So I, I just appreciate that, the, the chance for it and everything. Um I love to see this go forward. Love to see people message. I would love to hear people's uh, different stories. I'd like to hear, uh, I'd like to hear somebody come up with an it that would amaze all three of us and be like, wow, I, I did not think of that one. Uh, you know, but I mean, you know, boat rides and, and boat motors and guys get into stuff. I, I want to hear all of that. Um, cause I love hearing people that are, are passionate, positive about stuff. So, uh, share away, but, um, thanks for the opportunity. Bobby. Well, definitely. Thanks for putting this on. And uh, want to do more of these. Like you said, I, I get absolutely, I think the term nowadays, I nerd out on culture and anything to do with waterfowl, uh, but especially the culture part of it. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to doing more of these for sure. And I, I would definitely love it when you post this, if whoever is listening to this would let us know what they think, uh, what they'd like us to discuss. Like Eric said, if you got an it, That'll blow our minds. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm 44, I think, this year. And I've done this since I'm 18. So I have different eyes on this than what a lot of people do. And, I, and I've done it a lot, uh, just like Eric and Jeff. So I love to hear from everyone on what their, what their thoughts are on waterfowl. So awesome. Everybody, this was episode one of a foul discussion. Um, Dave came up with the name for it, and he's not here, so we're going to roll with it anyways. A foul discussion, roundtable. Listen, like I said, nobody here is claiming to be an expert. Um, just a bunch of experience, a love for birds and hunting birds. Whatever it is that gets you up at, at, at a bed in the morning is what we're looking for. Listen, message anybody on this show um, and, and listen, talk to us. Tell us what you want us to talk about and tell us what it is that gets you going. 
Um, this was the first episode. I think it was a great one, but I may be a little bit biased. Eric, Jeff, thanks for coming on. Bobby, I can't thank you enough for reaching out to us to do this. Um, I can't wait to see where this goes. And and this is, this is going to keep going because um, my wife kicks me out to the garage mostly every night. So now I got something to do. Everybody, big love. Thanks for listening. Um, this is episode one, many more to come. Big love until next time.